Hello, friends. I just want to reiterate that we are in the horror arc now. And uh, there are going to be some scary moments, and there might be some adult themes that aren't appropriate for everybody. So be warned and enjoy. Guys, we are running our first Fantasy Pants giveaway. Um, we're giving you the chance to win a full body custom D&D character portrait of your D&D character done by a real portrait artist, and it's really simple to enter. All you have to do is tag Fantasy Pants anywhere on social media. I don't care if it's an Instagram story, an Instagram reel, a Facebook post, a Facebook, do they have stories? I don't know. We're also new to TikTok, so all you have to do on TikTok is follow us there. You don't have to like or tag anything. Tag us on Instagram or Facebook, follow us on TikTok, that's it, and you'll be entered in it for a chance to win. Determined to kill and chase star brave heroes to the home on Farm's Hill. Though trapped in stone walls, our heroes survived. Curly's safety was traded for Proclaimer Ward's life. Zebulon's gambit to protect all his friends. On good horse he charged as Boulay chased again. And he rode. Oh, he that might have been the best one yet yeah that was pretty damn good that, well, was, that was solid all the way through don't get used to them because we're moving on to the climax of this particular arc who knows what happens after that i mean you're not gonna have to answer to us you're gonna have to answer to our listeners as to why we don't have a storyteller or anymore you know no story to the Orin, no jewels, no Zebulon. Sad, sad state of affairs. Coming your way, good listeners. <laughs> now, here we stand at the edge of what I think future generations will call the Friends v. Letterkenny Trilogy. And I suggest we close the book on this argument now. We spent enough time exploring how wrong Stephen is. Just how terribly wrong. It's time to move on from that, Stephen. What do you got to say? Nothing. I'm done. It's oh, over. Oh, okay. I said I what I had, said. I thought you had final thoughts. Yeah, well, I'm done too. No, you're wrong. That's it. Final thoughts. Okay, one question. Yeah. Have you watched it yet? Stop it. We moved on. It's just, over. Just answer the one question and we'll leave it. The trilogy's done. Of course not. We win, Steven. <laughs> How is that a win? Well, Explain moving yourselves. on. I don't know moving about, on. Damn it. Moving I, on. I don't no, know about God, us winning, damn. but I think David loses because if you haven't watched Ladder Kenny, automatically lose. Yes. It's and, over. and now we move on. We moved on. Okay. That was that was a great last word. You're wrong. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well out of the way, let's discuss something new. Like Steven's old man back. 
Mm. It's old, old, mm. sad, gross, sweaty back. Steven, tell me about your back. Who's the old man now? It's, Who's the old yeah. man now? That's right. It's been a bad back day. Um, I have a, a large dog, Rosie, Great Pyrenees. Um, incredibly, incredibly stubborn. So <clears throat> we let her out to go you know, potty this morning before heading out to work. She decided she didn't want to come back in, So as she often does. So I went out to, you know, grab her collar and lead her inside. And sometimes she'll do this thing where she just flops down on the ground, won't move, doesn't want to get up, not for treats, not for anything. <clears throat> so I was just standing by her waiting because I knew eventually she's going to have to get up. She's not going to want to lay there, whatever. A couple minutes later, she gets up and she tries to like juke me out and run under the bushes. And I just bent down, scooped her up, picked her up and started to carry her towards the house. And about halfway through the yard, I realized that I had done something horrible to my back. <laughs> oh God. And, and the rest of the day has just been miserable. And, uh, you know, I've worked some, some difficult manual labor jobs and, and the job I have is fairly physical. It's not anything crazy, but everything I did all day long hurt. All right, Steven, Steven, you are doing too good a job of building sympathy towards your cause. And see, the thing of the show is we, we, we shit on you. And you're making that very hard for me right now by making me feel legitimately bad about shitting on you. Yeah, dude. Uh, it was a rough day. Well, a... damn it. <laughs> damn it. Go ahead, though. No, let's hear it. Come on. What do you got? You're old. <laughs> like, like I told Jeremy earlier, he, he said to me, Jeremy said, oh, who's the old man now? I said, you know what? I'll wear that moniker today mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. I'm like hobbling through the yeah. brewery. I, I get a text not- at like what? Like 630 this morning. Saying, man, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> I threw out my back. <laughs> but it's not even uh, just today. It's not even just the back. Because there has been a, a, a bit of misunderstanding towards the crew of our show here. And that misunderstanding is that Jeremy is the old man of our little group. Because while Jeremy is technically the oldest of us three, and Steven is technically the youngest, our little spring blue bird, he is in his mind. <laughs> Forget that. It's gone. He is in his mind about 118 years old. Like, okay, so two weeks ago, our group had a karaoke night. And I don't go out to these things much. Me and Jeremy went out. We were having a blast. Steven showed up. It was a good old time. Steve made about 20 minutes. 20 minutes, Steven, you think? Mm, yeah, maybe. And he was, he's just, I don't like this newfangled music. It's too loud. It was way too loud. I got to well, go outside. You were outside well, all that, night. That's the point. You jam along you to jam, it. You jam, man. Right. You jam. I've got a few points to make. All right. First point, I was not there for karaoke. I was there for Kolsch night, where all you right. drink lots of Kolsch, and it's really fun. Second point, we were standing right next to the karaoke fucking set up the best it spot was, it was a good time that it was, was awesome that's prime spot that's where it everybody wants to be awful <laughs> third thirdly and i realize that i could say nothing and go along without getting any flack and what i'm about to say is just going to add to your pile of oh steven's oh, an I old can't man wait. oh bring it on i'm so ready i i think i need to like clean my Ugh. ears out dude like the past me, couple baby. weeks i can't hear for shit <laughs> <laughs> It's all that sweat. <laughs> I, I got, I got, I got Q-tips right in the next room. No, see, Q-tips don't help because Q-tips just push shit further in. I mean, you don't stick the Q-tip into your well, ear. No, I know how to use Wait, a Q-tip. You don't but... stick the Q-tip. Well, hang on. What? You 
Don't stick you a like, Q-tip. You've got to go around the edge. Yeah, around the thing. edge. I go right in there. Really? No. You don't put it in the... Huh. No, don't go in the hole, man. Huh. That, um, that just that just compacts your, your shit. Whoopsie. Which I think is the problem that I'm having here. Yeah. Mm. You should have done that, Steven. You got to get some like, you know, <laughs> oh, I, some liquid I know, stuff. I know all about, yeah, I've, I've had some, some good results. Um, I don't want to get into that. I don't want, <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Old man Steven here just talking about his ears. Earwax, 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 earwax. <laughs> it's a good thing we got headphones on. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear now. I can hear fine now. That's good. That's not, good. Not if I turned on your headphones. <clears throat> no. Yeah. That wouldn't work well. Did you turn down his headphones? I turned them down all the way. What do you, you say to a Steven that can't hear anything? <laughs> what? Anything you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so Steven. <laughs> that's what it sounds like all day at work. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a loud-ass brewery. <sighs> but yeah. Misconception has been uh, fixed. Steven's the old man. Pick on him, please. It, not just about this, about everything. Pick on Steven all the time. It's really funny. I make a habit of it. It is my favorite thing in the world. It's all right, guys. Put it all on me. I can take it for you. No one has to make fun of you. Steven's here. You're weak. <laughs> <laughs> where, Steven, where, tell us about where art. Where did this banter go wrong? Tell us about art. Art. Um, oh, do you want to do like the... We just come up a portrait. We watched, a, we watched a live portrait yesterday for yeah. your character. It was really awesome. But I want to hear your uh, impression in particular because it's really, really cool. And you got to see Zebulon come to life. And I want that must have been that must have been awesome. Yeah. So so I've you know obviously been familiar with Eric's work. You know we've been um, buddies on Instagram for a little while since we started this whole thing. Um, and and I, I didn't quite know what to expect, but it was not as cool as what we got. Um, Eric put an immense amount of work into Zebulon's portrait and it's not even done yet. Um, like you said, we watched him live and he was on there for like three hours. And by the time this is out, I'm sure it's going to be up on our Instagram for yeah. you all to see. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. It is incredible. Yeah. And the whole process was amazing to behold. Really cool to watch. Um, Eric's a great guy. He's entertaining, educational, you know, all the time. He's he's kind of like on stage while he's painting. Um, was really great, and 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 Zebulon looks like like peak peak Zebulon. He like probably just finished like a hundred pushups. <laughs> he has <laughs> he's, no right looking this cool. He's got like a professional modeling coach right over his shoulder, sort of thing. <laughs> I, like, I, I told you, it looks like his like official luminary ID yeah. badge. It's a photo. Nat twenty charisma check, yeah. Zebulon, yeah, and he is mean mugging hard. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, he has no business looking that cool. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah. Eric did it for us. And, and stay tuned because Jules is coming up soon, yeah, and I can't wait coming. to oh, see yeah. that too. Um, yeah, and who knows what else after that? But yeah, so so well, exciting, I, so so cool. And I think a week after this airs is when we're gonna announce the winner of the uh, giveaway. Oh, excellent, excellent. So I think pretty soon uh, one of y'all will be uh, talking to Eric yourselves, Guys, giving him. D&D Check character it out. details. Get into it. Um, to be there watching your character come to life like that, it's 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 so worth it. It's so cool. Really and, special. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to to, to someone out there uh, getting to have that experience. Yep. And at this point, we've probably said it a few times, but all you have to do to enter is just tag us anywhere on social media: Facebook story, Instagram reel, 
whatever it is. Um, we're also new on TikTok, so all you have to do is follow us on TikTok, and any of those things will get you an, an entry. Hell yes. But now we're talking about Zebulon. Zebulon being heroic, Zebulon being cool. Let's move on to Zebulon and his death. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, then. <laughs> it would be just our luck for us to get kick-ass character art of Zebulon and then for him to die. Get that roll 20 up for me. I'm about to hit you with some music. Roll 20 is a go. Oh, yes. Then uh, how about Sirenscape? You good on that? No, I don't want to start this. Oh, start that music. It's a little familiar music. We played it last time as you ran for your lives. We see the stone-reinforced home of Uncle Polder. Outside, we see Coley, Jules, and Chester, and Jean Franklin all watching as Zebulon on horseback begins to trot and gallop out into the field. And then down, somewhere below him, right by the hole you just climbed into, maybe about 10 to 20 feet uh, uh, south of that hole as you move past it. Also, riding south, the ground shakes, boom, explodes, bursting out as this massive, uh, uh, plate-headed monstrosity, the boule. Some might call them boulette. I will say that. Uh, uh, but I believe the technical pronunciation is boule. I, ch- I looked that it up. That sounds better. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. Um, this reptilian creature blasts out big claws, digging its way out of the hole, and it just starts to, like, not even, like, running on land. It is jumping, digging, jumping, like a, like a, like a dolphin riding over waves over these red, muddy hills and farmlands as it begins to give chase. As you guys see this, everyone at the, at, the, at, the, at the stone home, are you guys making your move to run while you have this opening? That's up to you, Jules. You're leading that, uh, that front. I think Jules is leading them out of the back. Okay. But I don't think Jules follows with them all the way. Okay. I think he looks around the back corner of the house just keeping an eye on Zeb. Okay. All right. Jules positioned at the back corner of the house watching... Uh, he stands to the north of the house, watching south. This is going down. Everyone else sprinting full on towards the woods where they know they will be safe. And the boule, who's been waiting, waiting for some movement, some activity, some reason to strike. He's done waiting. And the chase begins anew. His is going to work. You are on horseback. That's awesome. You saw last time that this horse was so fast, I didn't bother rolling for it. He was it. just off the screen. I'll yeah. tell you why. Because this horse's athletics checks to make this run have a plus 16 mm. when he's dashing. Um, I basically give attributing a bonus for every uh, five feet over 30. Boulet, I'll tell you right now, had a plus eight for every roll I made because he has a 40 feet movement speed. This horse has a set uh, 60, I believe, plus you're doubling that because it's, it's you know, or, 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 it's 60. Um, so he's dashing. He gets that plus 16. Here's the problem, though. Zebulon, Coley has formal training riding these beasts. What does Zebulon's training look like on horseback? Why don't you tell me? Well, as, as we've talked about before, Zebulon has done some level of training with his older brother, Arhalan, but I'm guessing Zebulon's horse training is more like in the apartment, at home, 
after Arhalan's like hands-on training where they're like standing there in the living room and Arhalan's like teaching him how to stand. He's like, no, no, a little, a little wider stance. You have to be able to, you know, move your feet this way and blah, oh, blah, blah. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're like, I don't know, almost practicing like, not on the couch, but you know what I mean. So I don't know that Zebulon has ever ridden on a horse, but I think he understands the basic movements. All right, all right. All right. Given that, that was my assumption as well. I'm going to give you two things. First of all, I'm going to give you a button. Because right. I love that honesty. I think that's really cool. All right. You could have just said, oh, he's a master horseman. Blah, blah, blah. I would have just that gone with it. No, no. But this was. I thought really it was for cool. my. I thought it was for my Arhalan impression. I like that. No, that's actually part of it. That's okay. a good Arhalan. Um, but I also just love the honesty. <laughs> I think that's great um, because here's what's going to happen as a result of that. To ride this horse, I'm going to say you make no checks. You're fine. But to push this horse into a dash action to basically cause it to run double its its, its normal speed mm-hmm. in a round, to get that plus 16, I'm going to need checks. Now, I was thinking a lot about this. And at first I thought animal handling would be the right check to sort of fit the situation. But I decided against that because you're on the horse, and the horse is damn well going to try to run. It's not like you're trying to make the horse run. It is scared as shit. Yeah, I don't need to convince it anymore. What you need to do is stay on the horse. So every round, if you decide to push yourself to get that plus 16 against my plus 8 in this chase sequence, then you are going to have to make a check. I'm going to say it's going to be athletics or acrobatics to stay on the horse's back. Either you're going to be holding on for dear life with athletics, or you're going to be shifting your weight just right to nullify the impact of this dashing, terrified horse beneath you with acrobatics. Okay, and movement-wise, what happens if I do not elect to dash? You'll have a plus eight. Okay, so... You will have a 50-50 chance of beating out my boulet. Okay, gotcha. Yes. All right. And with that... For the top of the first round, you're just outside the stone building, just running past that uh, the hole that became Proclaimer Tungsten Ward's grave. And the horse you ride on is only there with you because Ward gave it up. One final act. And you carry their spirit with you now, Zebulon. As you go to protect your friends, you begin to run. Give me athletics check. I'm making one too. All right. Zebulon. Zebulon's carrying... Ward's spirit and their scarf, rainbow scarf, and their scarf. Yes, hell yeah. I um, was like, it's not a kerchief. Before you make this roll, plus eight or plus sixteen, your choice. Um, Are you dashing? Or yeah, not? let's let's try. Let's go for the dash for the first roll here. Okay, okay. Go ahead and make your athletics roll first. All right. Fifteen for athletics. Fifteen total. Yeah. Um. Wait a second. Did we say athletics or acrobatics? It's athletics. Oh shit! I thought we talked about. Whatever. It's gonna be a plus. In your case, uh, you're not using your feet stats. You're using a horses, so it's a plus sixteen on the die. Oh. Oh. Okay. Jeez. Then that's twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay. Uh, you beat me by five or more. You and the horse move twenty feet ahead. You were sixty feet away. You're now eighty feet. Okay. You need to hit five rounds. You're hitting the woods and you're escaping. That's your plan, right? Trying to leave this thing as far away from your allies as possible? Sort of. Yeah, Zebulon, I think, wants to try to make it all five rounds because he doesn't want to get further away from the boule than than the other party is. Okay. I don't want 
its attention to be redirected. Okay. I love it. So you move ahead, but now you did push yourself, you did dash. Give me either acrobatics or athletics. All right. I'll definitely elect to do acrobatics. If you fail this, we'll touch on what happens then. I need DC 15. <sighs> that's not, that's a nine. You are not ready for the force of the real thing. And as you kind of go to shift your weight, and this thing starts to move. You find yourself almost thrown off the back. Your balance, your, your posture on the horse is totally thrown off. You like slide a little bit off your saddle onto the horse's back. You're holding onto the reins for dear life. In this next round, if you decide to make this check again, you're making it with disadvantage. All right. Um, definitely not going to dash then this round. Okay. Just going to go with the plus eight. I'll also allow this. You can drop it to a plus four and regain your balance on the horse. You could, you could force, force oh, the horse so, to slow down. So I'm off balance until I yes. slow down? That's cruel. Oh, I love cruel. Um, you know I love cruel. <clears throat> All right, well, let's let's see how it goes. I'm just going to roll the plus eight. Okay. Jules, you're watching this. You see Sebulon start sliding off this horse immediately. Natural 18. Natural Oof. 18. Okay, all right. Who I got? Natural 17. Oh, oh baby. All you right. beat me, not by uh, a lot, but enough to pull 10 more feet. You are now 90 feet. You're just getting a little more ground. 90 feet ahead of the boule. You are doing very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what does Zebulon see if he looks over at the, uh, the rest of the crew? Uh, good question. I think at this point you look out and you see that oh, it's tough because there's a house between you and them and a hill at this point. You wouldn't see them. Oh, okay, sure. Jules is looking Straight around the corner on. of the house. You you Even can still? see Jules. Yes. Jules, get out of here! <laughs> Not without you! No. Not without you! I'm coming back a different way! I'll meet you there! He not- is not going to turn around and come back by the house. He's going to take the long way around. Not till I know you're safe. All right, don't get eaten, man. All right, I'm gonna make. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the plus eight again. I'm, okay. I'm feeling pretty comfortable with my lead here. Round three of the chase. And I threw my die on the floor. Uh, what it is a seventeen. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Ooh. Oh my god. Not five or more, but you pull a little bit ahead again, Zebulon. Now, one hundred feet ahead of this thing. Uh. And that's the end of the chart I made in Roll20, so we're going to have to start like keeping track <laughs> mentally. You son of a bitch. We only got two more rounds, so... We only got two more rounds. We're going to the next one. Uh, you're still on that plus eight. You're still on the back, barely hanging on. No, I'm, I'm actually going to I'm gonna take the, the plus four. Okay. I'm going to get re, re-situated here. Oh, I hope you roll a one. <laughs> Just a ten. Just a ten. For me, it's a twenty-two. You fall back... 20 feet. That's over five. Not too bad, though. Still but 80 I regain, feet ahead. But he regains his balance. Oh, it's going to be tough for me to catch you now. Last round. You Last literally, like, unless round. I roll, like, two natural ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going right. better for you than I thought. <clears throat> yeah, I, I feel pretty good about this. Let's wrap hot. this up. You're rolling hot tonight. You know yeah. what? Use your good dice rolls now. <laughs> yeah, great. Use them now. Give me uh, that nat 20 that you're going to need later. No. And here we go. Last check. 14 on the die. It's a 23 for 15 on the die, so you're, again, just one ahead of me. Nice. No, I'm one ahead of you. I was going to say. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. It's like, you said 15. But. Yeah. You fall back another 10 feet. Um, 
But with that, this thing, ground shaking, you're barely hanging on to this horse. Your, your fingers like slipping uh, every, every, you know, round here as you're getting closer and closer. I think like your, your hands falling off, sweating, because uh, you sweat so profusely. Because you're Steven's character. And you're holding on by a claw as forest overtakes you, hefty trees surrounding you, the horse maneuvering slickly through them in this massive boule hits the trees. You see it kind of dies into the ground and just kind of like, you feel like this, you hear like this shaking as the trees behind you are like moving, leaves falling everywhere. And this thing pulls up. You realize it's getting caught in the roots. It's like these first trees when you start like falling and collapsing, but it is not going to maintain any kind of speed in this environment as you slickly pull away. Jules, you see this happening from the farmhouse. You watch Zebulon disappear into the forest. And then I run. And you run. I imagine I'm safe enough. I'm so far away. You are way too far away. And I knew the way, the, way that, the way that those rolls were going, I knew I could stay there. It was a cool plan. It was yeah. a cool, cool plan. Props for that. Steven, mm, I liked it. I liked you. it. It um, was good shit. Good shit. I'm so glad you rolled well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. That's the thing is just just one or two bad rolls, and that could have really changed the game. Yeah. But. So Zebulon, you sort of turn in the woods. I imagine you're kind of moving through the forest, sort of wide around the field. Exactly. Yeah, to try to catch up on the other side. And as you kind of move farther away, you can hear more trees falling. You can hear this aloud. <laughs> Getting further and further. Away. Bye-bye, Boule. Jules. Yes. You reach the woods. You see um, Chesta is just, like, hanging out right outside the, the, the woods, basically just like, hey, you want, come on, come on. What are you doing, Jules? You, hey, what are you doing out there, man? We don't leave anybody behind, okay? I know, but... I was just, I was just making sure that he was safe. Almost left you behind. Okay. That, uh, no. All right, all right. I, I was right. safe. All I was right. safe. Okay? <sighs> fine, fine. And we're, we're all here, and Zeb's, Zeb's coming around the corner. He is. He's fine. You saw. He made it. Well, that's that's news. Yeah. It might be good news, but who knows? John <laughs> Franklin just turns away. Yeah, you tell me. Cully just staring, staring to the north. You can see, like, he's barely holding himself back from just moving on, pushing towards whatever's waiting. But he does wait, and you all wait. A few minutes later... Brush parts. And Zebulon is there looking. Give me a charisma check. <laughs> Great. <laughs> do, uh, do performance. Because why not? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's go back Ze- in there. And change Zeb's it. time to shine. Finally found it. Do persuasion. Yeah, finally there. found it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Zebulon comes in looking real fucking lame. <laughs> He's, he's like holding on. He's, he's, he's like, at this point, you see the reins are pulled back, and Zebulon is like falling off the back of the horse. He's like, uh, the horse's yeah. bushy tail is like in his face. Haggard and exhausted. <laughs> you guys see that? Did you guys see that? I mean, no. <laughs> Jules, Jules walks up to the side of the horse and taps Zeb's leg and says, You did good, kid. You, you did good. You saw? You you should have run, by the way. That was you were making me nervous. <laughs> you were making me nervous. That's why I stayed. <laughs> oh man, let's, it was be, like, let's be real here. Come on, I was way out ahead. There was there was no way the thing was catching me. Oh, this I, horse, I saw, man. You you handled that pretty uh, 
pretty pretty damn well. Yeah. Did anybody ever catch this horse's name? Uh, yeah, actually, you did. Uh, the horse is uh, Percy. Percy. I believe Audrey, if I remember right, Audrey was the horse that died to the uh, dire coyotes, and Percy's the horse that lived. Okay. All right. Um, Ward mentioned their names a while back. So Percy just nays way more heroically than Zebulon <laughs> looks. And uh, I take it nobody recorded that, though, huh? You know, I thought about it, but my my thought was that if I was like, oh, yeah, Zebulon pulls out the recording diamond, then he'd roll poorly, and you'd be like, well, he dropped the recording yeah. diamond. So I was like, <laughs> nah, it's fine. I'm just going to keep it in his pocket. And uh, You might have had to roll <laughs> some some crazy disadvantage dex roll to right. be able to maintain your <laughs> to hold oh, on to been, it to in. hold on to the horse still in rolls it would have been yeah. a little more difficult all right so so i don't regret i don't regret that and here you rest outside the field in the safety of the trees the relative safety for you are still in the rattle right now it is late afternoon after you've you came in the morning here you rested for a good long while inside the stone home now the sun is starting to sink again. What do you guys want to do? I thought we I thought we did this when the sun like first came up. We were like, yeah, it was morning. Okay, wasn't in it? the morning we were gonna have yeah. breakfast and do this. When you guys, I think that's how we left it last episode. Yeah. When you guys first came upon this spot, uh, you traveled through the night, and so dawn was breaking as the first bu- as the boule first like came out and chased you. You hit the building, and that was morning. You stayed oh. eight hours, which means it would now be moving nigh on uh, evening. It's not like evening yet, and you know you're close. Might not be nightfall before you hit there, but it's looking like it could be sunset. All right, well, I guess there's nothing to do but push on north. Yeah. All right. I think I think Zebulon's going to stay on Percy and maybe like take point, do a little, do a little scouting. Okay. I, l- I like that. I mean, he is I, the I rogue. like that for Zebulon, yeah. yeah. I think he's comfortable on Percy now, and he doesn't trust Collie enough to let Collie ride. Fair point. I like this. Uh, give me a give me an animal handling check, actually, as you're. Oh, excellent! Yeah, that'll be that'll be really good. I'm Let's sure. See how much Percy likes you. Well, it's wisdom, so I'm rolling with a negative three. <laughs> oh my god! He's <laughs> not gonna like you very much. Uh, ten. Oh man! All right. You give Percy a pat. This horse has been through some severe hell. It had to run away from a boule twice. It had to spend the entire afternoon pooping all over a, a, a farmhouse. Um, in, in the in, farmhouse, indoors. Yeah. yeah. I'd argue that that was more uncomfortable for us than the horse. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, and it lost its its owner. It was there, too. It, it knows what happened. And its companion horse. Yeah. And... As you kind of go to ride off on this thing, maybe you stroke its ears gently and fondly, and it kind of turns its head. Its black eyes just take you in, and there's just some acceptance there. And just a snort. But a good snort. Mm. A friendly snort. At the very least, a snort of acknowledgement for an ally in this hell. So we get a lot out of that snort. Get all that snort. It was a very telling snort. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you want a little inside check on the snort? You can't. No, I was going to say, I was like, what? Well, geez, what's your, what's your animal handling? The whole <laughs> outcome of this quest rests on what this snort tells us. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, like, you can roll inside. The snort could be lying. 
No, it's all right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it at face value. You fucking fool. At horse face value. <laughs> you trot along, moving on ahead of the group. I'll say everyone's probably moving at this point, but you're staying. How far ahead, Zebulon? Um, let's call it mechanically significant. Let's say like 50, 60 feet ahead. Hell yeah. Okay. And you're the first to break from the heavy, dense wood around you, where the trees are far more sparse and scattered amongst these open yellow fields on red clay. Above you, you can see the sun is sinking further and further. The sky begins to burn just a little. And as you move just a little further, you catch sight of an old road coming in from the east and pushing up north. You realize this is a... Uh, actually, are you are you going to hold up the road and wait for everybody, or are you going to want to check it out yourself? Um, I mean, if I can see pretty far down the road and it looks safe, then um, then yeah, I'll, I'll hold up here and wait. Okay. Wait at the junction. You see no real dangers, but go ahead and roll me a perception check anyway. Okay. Eleven. With an eleven, you see a few things. First of all, you see that the road itself uh, has sort of deep tracks impressed in the mud. Looks like carriages, uh, horse feet uh, have pushed through here. Maybe not recently, but at least at some point. And you realize this must be a, a public road. Unlike the one that head towards Crater Lace Lake, this road's actually in use still. And so this is likely the road leading directly to the farm pact that you are seeking. You also see more small holes uh, pushing up into the road. You see it looks like it's actually unstable. Parts of the, of the mud have actually, like, in clay, have like, collapsed down, uh, creating this, like, very uh, uh, difficult just sort of terrain as it's moving forward, where, like, small holes and one very large trail of holes. You see between the, the burrows where something has appeared, those same telltale uh, uh, handprint dotting all over the place between something scratching and pulling its way from burrow to burrow traveling on this very same road. I wonder if this is the road that the um, the wagon carrying the giant rattlesnake came through. The wagon tracks and the, and the horse tracks that oh, David just said we saw. I don't like that. I wonder if they were going out, not in. It is very, very possible. What are we heading toward? It's not good. Our demise. Um, but yeah, he'll he'll wait there at the at the fork for the rest of the crew to catch up. And the crew breaks from the trees as well, entering the sort of open territory. As you look ahead, you see the trees uh, you know, go along the road, get more and more sparse to the point where it's just sort of open plains once again. Red mud and yellow grass under a burning red sky black cloud sort of slowly moving above you. You can just feel it. The malevolence. The darkness waiting for you ahead. What do you guys uh, think is up there? I don't know. But I know who's up there. Kiana, this is it. We're close. Just up this road we're going to see many homes. There's various farmhouses laid out of a large territory, but they're all alongside the road. I don't know which one's Kiana's. I need to search them all. When we find her, Oren, you and Kiana are going to get on this horse 
and you're going to get out of here. He doesn't look at you. His eyes narrow a bit, but he is focused wholly on what's ahead. You can still save her. He's my boy. And I, I can't be sure I can't save him too. You can't be sure. Is that any better if all three of you are dead? Sometimes I feel like I died a long time ago. You can still live a long life. You and Kiana. We're going to make sure you do. That's our job. That's what we're here for. Damn it. All right. Sure. But I ain't leaving till we find her. I'm staying with you. I don't know if she's going to come with y'all, but she'll come with me. That's all we want. This time, I'm making damn sure she comes with me. And he begins to move. Let's go. Stay Let's on, do it. Stay on horseback? Yeah, Zebulon's going to stay on horseback, at least for now. I think uh, Jules is kind of staying just behind the group. And he's watching behind him, but he's also kind of just keeping a really close eye on Cully. Ready to ready to jump at any moment. Alright. As you move, maybe half a mile up the road, you see the first farmhouse. It's off to your left. Not far off the road at all, maybe a hundred feet. Um <clears throat> anything we can tell from the outside? A few things. And I'll make a check for this. Your your passives will get you this. The door uh, looks like it's been like broken open. It's like sort of flapping lazily, clang, clang, against the rim. It looks like there's a pattern on it, like an X, made out in small handprints. Oh, I hate that. In sort of wow. a rusty brownish red, and that smell of metal. Oh, it's strong now. The air reeks of it, and it feels so thick, so heavy. You also see the... This house is nothing like the one you just left. That house had reinforced everything. Reinforced windows, all stone home. The door was, like, strong. And, I mean, you heard Polder say... Actually, Polder, uh, I will say he broke off when you guys got out to uh, to go ahead straight towards Promise to get back up. Forgot to touch on Polder. He, uh... Thanked you profusely, Jules, but he was his 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 sort of uh, objective was, I'm getting help. I'm going right now, heading to Promise. I'm going to run as fast as I can, and I'll get people to come. If you all need people, they'll be on this road heading to that farmhouse, all right? I mean to go all this time, but I couldn't leave, but thank you. Thank you so much. And he took off. So, um, yeah, he's, he's out of the way. Uh, but you see, this these homes are nothing like his, where his was reinforced, uh, uh, built to, to survive the rattle. These homes are, they're new. New made and cheap. The windows, you see this one, are shattered. So, I don't think, Jeremy, that we're going to need to go inside and clear every home that we come by. Right. Here's my thought, and you tell me what you think. Zebulon on the horse can kind of like go around the perimeter of the house and kind of like, not like very loudly, but kind of call out to see uh-huh. if anyone's, you know, say, hey, we're here to help. Come on out. Okay. You want to give it a shot? Yeah. And I think while while you do that, I think Jules is going to be going up to the front door. Not going in, mm-hmm. but just kind of listening. Okay. Yeah. So Zeb will trot around the perimeter. Hello? Is anybody home? 
we'd like to help. Please come on out and, and speak to us if you're if you're here. You move around the house. Jules, you're moving up closer to the door you said to? Correct. So as you approach the front, Jules, you notice there's dried blood all over the broken glass. And as you move around back to Bilan, you see there's uh, uh, clothing and belongings lying in the, in the mud all around. Just left, sort of blowing and moving faintly in the breeze. No sign of people, no sign of life. But as you call out in a back window shattered that you can see in one of the front windows that you're looking at Jules you both see a severed hand fingers wrapping around the, the, the sort of window pane crawls up almost like watching you and just sits there and as your eyes fall on it in both your cases you see these fingers the pointer finger in each hand slowly raises pointing north and they just sit there frozen in this pose pointing you onwards wow (laughs) I I feel like we're in a horror movie that's unsettling very unsettling Zebulon is is very unsettled He'll, he'll trot the rest of the way back to the front of the house and Thing is, you come around the corner, say, hey, Zeb, look at this. Yeah, I saw the the same thing out back. Let's, um, let's keep going. And you move on? I'm with you. You return to your little group, and you push onwards up the road, another farmhouse off to your right. These houses, I, I think they're all empty. Does this one have the red X on the door? You see another red X on a broken door. You see more clothing and a belongings just thrown around the yard. And you vaguely think you see something on the roof, small, raising an index finger and pointing. You keep moving? Yeah, let's, let's keep going. Okay. It's getting dark. It is indeed getting dark. Above you, you see crows circling every once in a while one seems to drop down like it's looking for something and then just pulling away as if terrified as if it just can't land here you move on another house off to your left another red X keep moving keep trotting and as you get close you watch as suddenly the ground beside you shifts in a few spots See one hand to the left, one a little farther to your right. These severed hands digging their way out from the ground, lining the road on both sides. And they raise their pointer fingers and they point north. Imagine all the epic loot we're missing in all those houses. Things that could probably save our asses in the fight that's to come. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You totally missed the Vorpal sword. Right, yeah. (laughs) Plus three Vorpal blade. (laughs) Hand killing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're going to keep moving. And you trot. Cully's just eyes on every single one of them. Huge. Chesta is like close. He won't. He's he's like every time he he walks by one, he pushes a little bit like away from it towards you, Jules. Yeah, I think I think Jules is actually kind of I think Jules has his hand on Chester. And Jean Franklin's just 
So looking at with such detest, such disgust. Well, I was saying you're both right about one thing. <laughs> I'm actually starting to miss that little town. I'm going to enjoy myself when we get back there. If. If we get back there. Gulps. We're going to get back, John. Just um, just remember what I asked you to do. And he kind of nods his head in Orin's direction. Jean nods. Blue eyes, fierce. Fierce and, frankly, scared. Hey, it's a pun, frankly. Jean frankly. He's Jean frankly scared. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> it's a serious mode for serious. As you crest a hill on this old, destroyed road, and you see a large farmhouse. It appears abandoned like the smaller houses, but there's no X marking this one. You can see that the, along the road and in the fields around it, there's farming implements lying abandoned in the mud. You see sickly crops in the field starting to die. You know, this is a new farm. It shouldn't be dying. Not yet. You see the same clothes and possessions sprung around, but not as many here. Just a few. And you see another large burrow. Looks like it's right in front of this building. And you see tracks. You know what you're looking for. Hands. Moving closer to it. It's vanishing down one more time somewhere beneath the house. And I'll say this building is probably about a squared building. I say large farmhouse, but it isn't large like you would be used to on the cities you're from. Uh, it's probably only about 50 feet by 50 feet. Squared building with a, a wraparound porch. It seems like it's set pretty much right on the road. You're about 500 feet from it now. You can sort of make it out as you get closer. What do you want to do? Oh, I should also add what you don't see. Because you don't see a red X on this door. I don't know, Jeremy. I kind of think... I, I, I kind of feel safe outside. Yeah, same. I don't know if anybody's going to come out, but I think we should at least give it a shot. Yeah. I don't think we should split up and go around each side. No. Yeah. I think we need to stay as a group as we approach the porch. Is it, uh, is it two stories or one? One story. One story? Okay. Um, Zebulon's gonna dismount at this point and maybe hand the reins to Jean. Cully, why don't you, uh, why don't you call out and see if anyone's inside? And I don't think you even need to ask him. He's already sort of tronic down towards it, just a man on a mission. I don't think Zebulon's going to let him get close. You, you get in his way? Yeah, I think he's just going to, like, grab his arm. How close do you let, do you let him get? Um, I don't think I let him leave the street. Like, if we're if the house is on the road... So you guys get basically up towards the house, and he's moving towards the porch. You grab him? Yeah. Just call from here. If anyone's in there, they'll 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 respond. Yeah, Jules is going to come up on the other side of him, too. He looks over at both of you, and you can see, like, his eyes so panicked. And they calm just a little bit, taking both of you in. He nods. Kiona! Kiona, come on out! It's your uncle. It's Uncle Oren, huh? No. It's Uncle Coley. Ah, oh, it. I'm back. Oh, boy. Kiona! Silence. 
You guys are looking around. You can see that some of these farm tools lying around you. Uh, there's like a, a pitchfork where like it's right through a severed hand, which is no longer animate. You can see uh, another hand a little ways off. It's like chopped some fingers lying uh, sort of away from it uh, where a hoe is lying in the ground. Looks like there was a battle here. And no sign of victors. Xamelon's uh, going to draw his weapons at this point. Stay here. Kali, stay here. No. We don't know what's in there. I know who's in there. I know. I know who you are. Kali Jr. Come on out, son. Come on out. Come talk to your pa. I came a long way. I came a long way to see you, boy. You'll come out. They'll come out right now. And more scratching in the mud and dirt. His two hands crawl up and point towards the door. Oh my God, I so don't want to go in there. Fuck, I saw that coming, though. I knew that was coming. You, like, look around behind you. You can see, like, these hands still exactly as you left them, inanimate in place, all pointing all the way down the road. All right. Um, maybe let's all stick together and let's let's walk around on the porch. Porch goes all the way around. We can look through the windows, see, see what's going on before we go in. We stay as a group. Yeah. Let's let's go. All right. Let's go. I think at this point, Jules is now holding on to Chester's arm. He's squeezing. Like he, I think he like you grab his arm and he like a hand reaches out to grab yours as well, squeezing tight. You've never seen Chester so scared, and you've never seen Chester so brave as he marches towards this abandoned farmhouse. You guys move on to the porch, the board's squeaking beneath you, and you pass by the front door. Yeah, I, I think we'd like to take a loop around. You said the porch goes all the way around? Uh, it actually goes around about half the home. I do have a map. I'm going to go full theater of the mind for this, though, because I think that's a little better for what we're doing here. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, let's let's get all the information we can, I suppose. So let's... it's going to wrap around to the left, basically, so you can go around that. Okay, okay. You see uh, there's, uh, um, actually in the front of the home, there's no windows, but as you loop around to the side, you do see uh, a large window. You want to peek in? Yeah, definitely. You look in to see a, a living room of some sort. You see the furniture in this room is haphazardly arranged, looks close to falling apart. And beneath, the floor is covered in hundreds of handprints. It looks like they're painted using the, the crimson mud from outside. And as you look in, give me a perception check. It's a nine. Natural 20. Oh, Ooh. excellent. Thank you. You were looking into this, and you actually kind of noticed that these hands seem to form like a pattern, almost swirling around the room. But there's a break in the pattern where uh, sort of a large sofa chair is sort of knocked over it. And it looks like there's an image under there, something drawn on the floor. But you can't make it out from here. You have to go inside. 
And as you're sort of staring at this, looking at that, wham! A hand slaps onto the glass in front of you, scraping against it, and then one finger points deeper inside, gesturing you, almost beckoning you to enter. Come in. Come in. There's another door just down the porch from where you stand. Oh, okay. All right. Um, It's at least a little different than walking right through the front door. Yeah. I mean, there's no way we are not going into this house. Right. Yeah. Can can we look around back? Is there like a basement entrance? You want to go into the basement? I'm just, I'm I'm gathering all of the information I can. I get it. But in the basement? I'm just, I'm not saying go in the, it could be, could be, it could be. Oh my God. Incredible. Could be a spot to run out of. Uh, that's fair. I'm just, I'm just, that's fair. I'm just looking at all of our possible entrances and exits. <laughs> that's fair. I'm just as scared. <laughs> Me too. I have a little piddle in my pants right now. <laughs> so you move past the door on the left side of the house to uh-huh. go around to the back. All right. Just to kind of peek around. I'm not. I don't think. I don't think we're like. Yeah. Yeah. Let's walking all the way around. I just kind of right. want to peek around the back just to see. You move around the back, outside, out back. You can see the farmland stretching out. You can see the sun is about to disappear over the edge of the horizon. Thick mist filling the area down below. You see more uh, farming tools just laying there. You don't see an entrance into the uh, basement, but you do see another window looking in. Some back room there. All right. I guess let's take a quick peek. Yeah, might as well. Okay. You... Peek in, and you're looking at a small kitchen. You see this kitchen has been torn apart. You see pots and pans are scattered everywhere, and rotting food streaks the floorboards. And you see the backs of four human figures standing still and motionless in the middle of the room, swaying just the tiniest bit back and forth. Jules, Jules, get over here. Do you see this? Who the fuck is that? I bet they're like the guys from from the wagon in Promise. Well, you can make out. You see uh, simple rustic farming clothing, overalls, hefty boots, no armor. I, I really want to and don't want to knock on the window. I was thinking the same thing. I don't know which one it is. Right. Well, John said that that they seem to be controlled by something. Maybe maybe whatever's controlling them is in there waiting for us. Maybe we can just leave them here and maybe they won't. Maybe they don't have to die. I, I guess, I don't know. Well, right now, whatever this hand thing is, isn't being outwardly aggressive and... A surefire way to change that is to attack these guys. So you say we don't knock on the window? I think it's time to go inside and see what this is all about. All right. There are fewer surprises now. We know they're there. Are you guys going in? Front or the side? I like the idea of the side door. Same. And maybe Same. maybe Zeb and Jean go in first. And then I think, yeah, I think Chester and Jules are right behind them because I think Jules wants to kind of keep Orn or uh, Cully kind of in the back. He's just 
impatient like, what do y'all see? She in there, you see Kiana? We're going in. We're going in. Hell yeah, we are. We didn't see Kiana. Let, um, let Jean and I go in first. You guys come in behind us. We're going to keep you safe. When it comes down to it, I need you to say, you promise, he's got her. He's got Kiana, and you know it. We all know it. This is a trap. But if it's me or her, I know, I know the value I have to you. <laughs> I need you to promise me you choose her. Promise me, damn it. I promise we're going to do everything we can to save Kiana and you. And that's the only option. He looks at you, Jules. That's what we came here for. And that's what we're going to do. All right. Let's go. All right. Zebulon opens the door. Push the door open. Staring into just the fading light above you is spilling out into this black hallway scratches and handprints lining the floors and walls the sun in the sky finally fully sinks away as darkness begins to overtake your little group as mist begins to rise and cover the lands surrounding you and you begin to move deeper into the building taking your first steps to Kiana's farmhouse and into Coley Jr.'s trap. And we'll call it there. voice in this mic. Good. We're on it. One minute. We're good. Hell yes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Steven. Like, that, that, is, that phone's down. I'm safe. That is some quality <laughs> post-credit shit right there. Shit.